and welcome to Thursday's Q&A right here at the Rag Company. And uh, as you see, it's just me and Anthony Fisher. Dane is sick. Dane is sick. He is, uh, he's, he's feeling better, though. He's on yeah. the up and up. And so we're taking over uh, Q&A Thursday, just me and Levi today, to answer your detailing questions, right? It's a beautiful Friday Eve where we're going to hang out, enjoy a few drinks, enjoy a few laughs, maybe a few tears along the way, and, mm. and really just share some detailing knowledge. We once took an entire crowd of people. Yes. 75. 75 grown men, yeah. And we brought them all the way down to where they were crying, yep. and then we brought them all the way back up to where they were laughing. Yeah. It's one of the highlights of my life. Yeah, we did that. That's a, that's a true story, actually. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it's a, it's a good day today, and uh, this whole week has been, I would, I would say, not relatively low-key, but I mean, we've, uh, we've had a couple exciting things happen, exciting things that you guys aren't going to find out yet, such as things within our Grand Ambassador program, which has been exciting. Uh, Levi has had countless meetings uh, for... TRCMA meetings. Some, some event, right? Yeah, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, TRCMA is coming up quick. It is. In April. The well, first week of te- April. Te- technically, it's literally, it's the end of March, first yeah. week of April. It's, yeah. it's, it's the first week of, of April. It's the first day of April. Yeah. Which really means March. We're ready to rock and roll. Yeah. We got to have everything to buy by March, so that leaves us less than eight weeks yeah. to get everything done. So we've been, uh, Gabe and I have been doing meetings with everybody. So to all of you that are watching that maybe had a meeting with us in the last two weeks, thank you for doing that. And to all those who have meetings with us next week. Uh, thank you for making the time to do that. So, uh, yeah, it's been a lot. It's been a lot of just pre-planning, mm-hmm. figuring out what are the new products that people are going to be talking about. Mm-hmm. What are the new What are the new things mm-hmm. that are going to kick off 2024 in a uh, real nice detailing fashion? I mean, because you guys are finding stuff out on these phone calls that nobody else knows yet. Yeah, literally. Literally nobody else it's knows It's pretty yet. crazy. It's kind of fun. Um, but I will say uh, it, I, we've got a great TRCMA for you guys. So make sure you mark your calendars. First week of April, just like it is every year, uh, we're going to be uh, rocking and rolling mm. with uh, tons of new product from tons of new companies. And I think you guys will be really amazed. So yeah. it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do a New Year's podcast. We, we got to wait. We got to wait till Dane. We got to wait for Dane. We wait so for Dane we're really here. sorry for you guys if you were wondering and you were like, what are your, your what are you guys' resolutions? Yeah. Like, what guys, what's going what, on? What are you guys accomplishing or have you accomplished yeah. yet? Well, so, I, I'm going to tell him one. I feel pretty proud of myself. I accomplished it. Okay. Or it's already. a short one. So just it's go very for short. It. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to be 44 this year. Yeah. Next month, mm-hmm. I turn 44. Yeah. I have never played chess. Yeah. Not really. No, right. not at all. Really? Okay. Never played chess. Yeah. I've played checkers, mm-hmm. and I had taught Carly how to play checkers, and I was even wrong. We had to watch a YouTube video. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, I w- I've been wrong this whole time. Um, so we watched a YouTube video. Carly and I had a great checkers game yeah. between the two of us. We're going to play again yeah. so we can teach the kids how to play checkers because we realized neither of them know. Yeah. But I want to take it one step further. So my New Year's resolution... Is to become a grandmaster in chess. I mean, just a normal chess player. Okay. Um, so when people, someone goes like, who wants to play chess? I don't have to go like, yeah, I don't know how to play that. I can go, oh, I'll play you. Nice. Okay. I might lose, yeah. but at least I can play, right? Because yeah. you've always been able to do that with checkers. Yeah, well, kind of. I, yeah. I thought I could until I watched yeah. another video and was like, oh, I've been doing it wrong. Okay. Me and gotcha. my sister used to play checkers all the time, and I yeah. think we made our own rules. Okay. And played checkers. Yeah. And my dad used to just cheat. 
horribly okay. on, yeah. on checkers. So I really came with a very uh, subpar version of what checkers well, was. Well, you have an English background. You have a little English in you, right? Do I have a little English in yeah, me? Yeah, you have a little old English in you, right? I mean, in your, in your heritage. Yes. So, I mean, the way I see it is, I mean, it's kind of a prerequisite of, of, of being slightly English is knowing how to play checkers, right? Okay. I, I feel, I don't know if that's the correct, you know, origin of where, where, where ch- sorry, chess, uh, oh, chess. Is where okay. chess uh, took off. But I like to think that the king, queen, knight, bishop situation all originated in England. Yeah, I don't right? know where the game originated from. Well, but. I don't know about that, but I like to think that the children of Saxelby, right, mm-hmm. know how to play chess at a very young age. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking... Uh, I'm, I'm of the Baskerville line. Okay. So... Uh, talking like four or five years old, they're able to mm-hmm. really start laying it down. Yeah. And they time themselves, right? They go, bam, they hit that little mm-hmm. clock. So that'll be you before you know it. Who knows? I, I'm pretty good. So far, I've, I've made many leaps and bounds into the world of chess. I've been okay. playing a computer... On a child's app, all right. On how learning for children, so it's on a child's um, level of, of the child's like level difficulty? of difficulty. Okay, um, I've beat the computer yeah. four times, and the computer has beaten me four times. So it's, um, it's fairly so uh, pretty. Yeah, doing pretty good. I'm I'm on my way. So all right, very good. Making well, that happen, but I just wanted to. I, I thought that was something I could at least share, get people talking mm-hmm. about. Maybe those folks that are that are listening, maybe they're some chess aficionados, yeah. well, I mean, or if we, maybe they've never played it. We have any people from England here, right? You know, or, or mm. uh, you know, from the UK watching. Just give us your chess experience. I mean, do you did you or learn at a young European age? Company, or am I completely wrong by, you might, you by throwing that out there? Yeah. I have no idea. You might. Um, be. You never know. So, anyways, um, other things. Keep in uh, keep a lookout. Grand Ambassador stuff is going to be posted um, pretty soon. We're going to be announcing the the new the new the uh, new crop. I, don't, I can't call them a crop. The new kids on the block. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what I'll call it. The new kids on the block, right? Because Sounds a lot like crop. these are the these are the people that are going to be taking over. Um, yeah. At T one is what we're calling it now. It used to be called Q one. It's called T one. Uh, six individuals, right, that I think are going to be able to uh, raise up the program and uh, be able to put something into it that I think a lot of people are going to get yeah. out of. I don't I'm know. I'm excited. It, it's going to be fun. So uh, that's going to be coming. And then, of course, we're going to have our Grand Ambassador Showdown winner announced here um, uh, relatively soon as well. Uh, I still have a couple more things i got to work out there. Um, and, yeah, I it's just hard to believe, man, that we're going to be going – we're going to be leaving here shortly. Because I don't know if I told you, I'm going to no. Disneyland, right? Yeah, you did. It started January. Too. I'm going to Disneyland down there. I'm going to go visit my sister down in Oceanside, or nice. she's going to come visit yeah. me. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Maybe they'll but go to Disneyland with you. Going to do that. I think they are. And then um, then we're going to Mobile Tech. You guys are going to Mobile Tech. Mm-hmm. And then me and Dane and Jimmy are taking our own uh, voyage and going to go visit uh, Matt at Obsessed Garage. Hopefully he's done at that house by then. Gosh, I feel like we're... You never know. I think that's what's going to happen is we're going to show up to Lady Lake, right? Right. That's where no one's going to be there. Nobody's going to be there. I'm going yeah. to pull up and be like, hey, where's Matt? He's not here. He's I'm still like, over it. He's, 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 he's at Adams. And I go, okay, well, they're like, you uh, you can go over there if you want. I'm like, well, how far is it? I said, what's an hour? 30 minutes? Something like that. I don't know. So I'll figure that out. You guys can say, screw this, we're going to Disney World. <laughs> I could also say that. I'm going to go visit my sister, my other sister, yeah. right? Go do that. But um, no, we're going to do that and then go visit um, another one of our friends, uh, Mr. Tavarish over there. We're going to go do that and go shoot some fun content. So um, going to be a busy here 
next month or so, and then it's uh, TRC McCrunch time. So with that said, let's get into some detailing questions. a lot of stuff. It was a lot. Uh, we are going to say this. I want to preface this for everybody. Um, sales? Should no. we talk about that? No, there's nothing to talk about. We don't have anything coming up yet. Nothing. The biggest thing is watching for the new Grand Ambassador crop. Watching for the new Grand Ambassador crop and just... Keep in mind, right, that Valentine's Day is around the corner. It's, it's going to come quick. It creeps up. To, it creeps up. You save your money quick. for those that you love to, yeah. to you know, splurge yeah. on them maybe. Like the thing is, is I like to think that towels are just as important as chocolates around Valentine's Day. Yes. Specifically around Valentine's yeah. Day. Clean up. For just okay. all sorts of different Let's things. Let's get into this comments here. We got Kenneth Bergman. <laughs> what uh, is the difference yeah. between powder coating rims and a ceramic coating? And ceramic coating them. Not sure which way to go. So two to two entirely different totally things. Totally different. Uh, at least what was most commonly referred. Powder coating is literally a uh, a co- it's it's a, a color changing yeah. process. It is yeah. just like a paint, um, except you are spraying you're spraying on essentially a dry powder that is electromagnetically charged to stick to a metal surface, and then from there it is baked on to essentially melt that powder and form a beautiful hard um, and a beautiful and hard. Uh, paint-like coating. And then a ceramic coating is going to be what we sell here, um, which is going to be uh, your chemical resistant, your easy to clean, your uh, brake dust repelling style of ceramic coating that is going to be applied to your wheel over the top of the color, the paint, or the powder coat, um, the powder coat whatever you're putting it over. Blow your mind. Um, and it will protect that. So basically you could powder coat your rims powder coat your wheels, change the color, do whatever you want to do, and then ceramic coat them to keep that powder coat looking nice for many years to come. There you go. Dan Pfeiffer with a good afternoon and a word up from Minnesota, USA. Happy Friday Eve and welcome to the 2-2024 TRC crew. Got my wolf packs today. Thanks. You're welcome, man. Nice. Happy 2024 to you too, man. Uh, Dino with a hello, boys and girls. How are you all? Just wanted to say hi and get back to work. Peace out. Okay. <laughs> and then Super Auto Al saying, Happy New Year to all. And then uh, replying what you wrote, powder coating is a method of painting the wheels. You can then ceramic coat them if you want to protect that powder coated finish. And Umberto with a healthy and happy new year to the TRC team. Uh, and then he also says that he loves Coke Chemi Motorplast as well as his clients do. Very nice. And then Joey Belinsky. Happy Thursday, TRC fam, and everyone in the chat. Happy New Year. Happy Thank New Year, Joey. Joey. Appreciate that. Tonight's a new episode of Jack Reacher. Very excited no, it's about Thursday. that. It's only Thursday. Yeah, it's on Thursday nights. Oh, crap. You're right. It is Thursday nights mm-hmm. because we have uh, Percy Jackson, mm-hmm. the Olympians, on Tuesdays. Yeah. We watched both episodes last night. What do you think? So we're caught up. What do you think? That's good. It was really good. It's good Kids show, loved huh? it. Kids love yeah. it, man. Oh, I love it. I'm having it. a good time. I am too. And so I'm excited for this episode of Jack Reacher. I mean, we're going to see where things go. Realistically, Reacher and Percy Jackson really renewed my faith in, in uh, television. television yeah. and watching just some fun shows. The- right, we we kind of timed it correctly. I mean, because this was going to be a very long and dark winter. Otherwise, <laughs> a snowless winter. We needed something to look forward to. Um, here we go. We have uh, Mr. Trollin. Mr. Trollin says, uh, "Happy New Year to the TRC team. Thanks for sharing all of your knowledge and insights via the podcast." Uh, then we have Simon Birch in the house saying a howdy. And then Mr. Luke Berge, the Mr. one. Mr. Cruise Ship himself. Mr. Cruise Ship. 
Mr. AutoZone, Mr. Uh, I guess bead maker hoarder, and Mr. Well, he's a uh, connoisseur <laughs> of uh, eagle blankets. Connoisseur of eagle blankets. And I would say pressure washing extraordinaire, right? Mm-hmm. Or like fall survivor extraordinaire. True. Something like yeah. that says, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Up. And then again, Dane popping in to wish everybody a happy new year, saying he's sick at home, but he's going to put to work that new standing desk and walking treadmill uh, that he's got the portable treadmill for underneath the desk. He will be walking while he's talking. I mean, typing. He's cruising right now. Yeah, he's just enjoying it. He's, I probably, mean, he's probably got his, uh, checking his pulse. Well, he's got an Apple Watch on, so he's probably just looking at his Apple Watch. Watch. On, so he's cruising. He might he's, have a cup of coffee. No, he doesn't have a cup of coffee. You know what he's got right now? Huh. He's got a bucked up energy. Ooh, he's his friends are bucked up. He's drinking a pump and grind right now, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That, grapple, enjoying it. that grapple drink and just He really enjoyed that. Life. What most people don't realize is after that show, he pounded that thing. Did he? Well, he shotgunned it. Yeah. I said, Dane, slow down. Like, you don't need to do that. Superbrother Two K says Asian beetle flew again. Yes. So that's the other thing that we should talk about: the infestation of Dane's home by the Asian beetles. Little mm-hmm. did we know that they actually survive quite well in a very yeah. cold climate, and so they're thriving right now outside of his yeah. door, still trying to make his way into his home, um, and invading his. I mean, his bed. His massage chair and everything in between. Yeah. So he's got, um, f- got to put a fumigation tent on the house. <laughs> I and... told Dane, I'm like, you can start. I said, just bug bomb. He goes, I can't. He's like, I'm still living in there. I said, yeah. Dane, people have survived worse. So that's true. What's the worst cap? Bug bomber too, will be yeah. fine. Dane says, looks like I can mostly type while I'm on it. So we're in luck. Nice. So ladies and gentlemen, you'll be texting and commenting. He's texting, uh, texting and walking. And then uh, everybody stands saying uh, to try the massage chair. And then Dan letting him know, hopefully you'll feel better. Uh, Simon saying a get well soon to Dane. And then uh, Alex Dewar saying happy Friday from everyone's favorite. Dane, hope you're feeling better. Levi and Anthony, love to see your beautiful faces. Thank you, Alex. Alex. We appreciate you. And then uh, Simon, oh, let me go back there. Simon with a uh, smash that like button, please, if you guys haven't hit on already, please do. Humberto saying some hellos. And we got uh, Dane saying can't wait for all the new 2024 goodness coming to TRCMA. Yes. Same. And then Neil White with a Happy New Year, TRC. Dane, hope you feel better. Simon Birch asking if we're going to have a red FTW at TRC. Mm. I keep mm. keep dreaming. Yeah. Maybe. Someday. Yeah. Alex says, calendar's marked. Let's go. That is something we can, uh, can let people know is that Alex Duar will be cleaning the floors I believe for TRCMA. So. I, believe, I believe so. I believe, I believe he will be running the... Mm-hmm. Running the floor cleaner at some point in time. So, um, you know, I believe Look we still... forward to that. We, do we still have the Canadian stickers on mm-hmm. there? Oh, yeah. It's still fully it's, fully wrapped. It's still with, fully with wrapped. With, uh, but like, yeah. I feel like some of the vinyl, other vinyls that we put on kind of fell off with time. And it was probably because we were cleaning the floor with Green Start full strength. Yeah. Uh, just try to kill the, the black... great. To try to kill the black mold underneath our Swiss tracks flooring. <laughs> I'm kidding, but seriously, moving on, uh, the Rag Company Podcast says 2024 resolution number one is to stop being sick for Dane Hennon. I'm sure that applies to many other people because um, I know what it was like to have been sick for like a month and a half. That sucked. I don't want to do that again. There's other people that have been sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, other people have been avoiding it and uh, just try to stay safe. They're eat your Vita gummies. Yeah. Right? Make sure you eat those. And uh, make sure to do your daily stretches. Luke Berge says, uh, hope my hotel is booked for Tiracima, bringing the heat for me and doers. Foam to the death. That'll be a good time. I, I, I it's gonna, I think that's was, a halftime show. 
So what we're doing, we have a, you know, we have that moat out there, that mm. trench. So what's well, a canal. It's a canal, right? Or so, as you pronounce it, canal. What we're planning on doing is uh, giving these boys broomstick handles, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to have them fight it out to the death within yeah. this trench well, what we're gonna, system. Well, what we're going to do is two but, by fours across it. Yeah. And they have to stand on the two by fours. And the goal is to try and knock the other one into the, into the canal. <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're covered in foam, though, so it's yeah. very slippery. Yeah. But I'm just too that would fall to the death. Hurts so much. It's like, so scratched people, up. It's all sandstone. It's all sick old sandstone. <laughs> like you would just it it, it when and you, it's stepped stands sandstone. When you look down, so for people who've never visited TRC, we do have like a small like it's canal. a it's an actual very old early pioneer canal. Yeah. That has been hewn from sandstone blocks. But it's been here for what? Probably what? A hundred years? Not a hundred years. It's been. Years, it's been. You know, it's been here for almost over over a hundred years. Was and when you that, know that because you were I, here at that time. I do know born. that. It's got an actual name. I have to remember the name off the top of my head, but I okay. believe it's a Brum, the Brumback Canal. Well, because you know how we have a system of uh, what do we have the what's it called the the water wheels yep. the, the all yep. over town that's over the, that side yep. and that's the warm springs. I, I want to say this canal. was around that same time. It is. Yeah, these were these were yeah, created so over a hundred years ago, and it was to bring water out here. Yeah. to what was at one point just farmland. Yeah, but let me just state though that when you look down there, it really does look like like some medieval stuff. Oh I yeah, mean, no, I it, took the blocks when we built our bridge. <laughs> yeah, I had the, I I took four of those blocks, sandstone yeah. blocks, and put in front of my house because they're it massive. Is, it looks very medieval. Like when you look down in there, you go, oh man, it's like a moat moat yeah. style. I'll, I'll find a picture trench. of it that I the when it and the. Yeah. Story of it being built, and I'll post it to the group. Uh, Dane saying Levi's new biographical series, The Gates Gambit. Ooh, nice. Who knows? David Cervantes saying, What's up? What's up, man? Neil Weiss answering your question there, or Neil White, chess was invented in India, Anthony. Crap. I was that off? Yep. And then he goes, <laughs> Dane goes, today I learned Anthony thinks monarchies were invented in England. Dane, I don't think that. I know that, all right? <laughs> I mean, listen, I got a little bit of English in me, 1% Scottish. Yeah. That's um, about all I want to be. I mean, I mean nothing mm-hmm. against that. But I mean, I'm just saying that in general, when I think of chess, I think of just a little, just a little mm-hmm. British boy, right? With a, a little accent. Learn how to play really, chess. Really cute, right? And a little like um, I don't know, kind of like a schoolboy type of mm, thing. Okay. Playing with his playing with his lads, right? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just laying it down, hitting that timer, and I go, dude, get after it, little well, I Billy. Like, I, I would like to see a video of that. Yeah, I mean, there's probably one that exists. Yeah. Aaron Bowery saying, "I live in California, not the Deep South, but the Great White North, San Francisco Bay Area." What's some compounds and polishes safe to work in the sun? Mostly overcast, but the sun will pop up now and then. Well, the last cut. Last Aaron. cut, um, hyper polishes well, plays well in the sun as well. But the last cut really was designed for high heat and um, and sunny environments. It was, it was developed in Las Vegas, Nevada. So uh, check that out. Um, next up, we have Hans Klosen uh, saying Happy New Year to everybody. And then we got Dane says New Kids in the Crop, Chicken of the Corn Prequel. <laughs> Children of the Corn Prequel. <laughs> what, did I, what did I say? You said Chicken of the Corn Prequel. <laughs> I am, dude. Yeah. I am out of it today. I am like not uh, like a hundred percent here. I'm pretty tired. Awesome, uh, Ron with a hello, hello, hello. Hey, Ron, how are you? And then uh, Alex saying, "I can't wait to hear the new Grambassador group. So proud of whoever gets in." Same here. I think uh, I think we got a good little bunch here, and uh, there's a couple people specifically 
that I saw like right off the bat, and I was like, dude, these guys look these guys look the part. So uh, the Harry Housewife Darren, all the way from across the pond, says, "Good luck to the new Grand Bastards. Excited to see what's coming. Thank you, Darren, for being here." And then we have Bergie Luke with Bergie. a oh, she, new episode of Reacher. Yep. Luke is also a pretty big guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From one big guy to another. Brian says, guys, I really loved the Polisher Ranked video. Such a cool idea with the detailing world. And imagine other versions that could be done like shampoos, ranked coatings, all that. Of course. That's yeah. kind of why we started doing this. Was It opened up a bunch of cool doors. Yep. And Joey Belinsky saying, who let Bergie be a mod? I think he's been a mod for quite some time. He has. Anna. Anna Longfield says, Masters of Airs coming out at the end of the month, 20th something, if you like Band of Brother and or the Pacific. So that's something I was I want to watch. I don't, like, I'm not sure because I love Band of Brothers. That is one of the shows I can rewatch, and, I, and I'm currently Ooh, in the middle of rewatching it, it. Yeah. Um, because I love it so much. It's such mm-hmm. a good series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pacific, I could not get into the Pacific. I, like and that's the sequel. It's basically Band of Brothers is D Day and mm-hmm. and the invasion of Europe uh, by the Allies and goes through the war and it follows one platoon mm-hmm. and Pacific is kind of the opposite, doing the same thing, following a group of pilots and the Pacific Battalion as it goes over um, during World War II. But I couldn't get into that series. Really? I wanted to because I love Band of Brothers so much. So I'm leery about Masters of Air because it's. Basically, this is the third installment. This is talking about a, a flight team that flies planes. So, yeah. Okay. It's got Austin Butler, which I like, but I'm, like I said, a little leery. A little, so. a little hesitant. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, Ron says, I told Dane that if he didn't feel good, he should feel someone else. Mm. That's a good good rule to live by there. And then CJ Burns, uh, the wife and I binge watched Reacher over the holidays. I'm totally hooked. That's what we do here at the Rag <laughs> Company podcast is we bring people into the Reacher fold. It's funny because like, so, so Reacher 2, right? Or whatever. The, is that what it's called, Reacher 2? Or is it just called Reacher? It's just Reacher. Reacher yeah. season two? Yeah. Like, it's funny because like, would you, like, would I say that I'm like hooked, like I'm just thirsting for that next episode? No, but I need to find out what's going on, right? But this is one of those. You're intrigued. This, I'm intrigued. I need, I need to figure out what's happening here because and I would also like. Right, it's a it's a it's a it's a, a case that we're on, right? We're all working against working this case, right? Yeah, you're with us. I'm part I'm, of the special investigators. Yeah, which I, I hate that <laughs> stupid name. I hate that they call themselves the special investigators. That's their group. It's I the hate, special investigation I know, team. I hate that they say you no, not mess with this. But there's so many cheesy lines and cheesy things in the show, but it's like it's like you can't help you can't help but keep watching. You have to keep watching. You got to finish it, right? So with that said. If you if you want to wait until the full show is done and then binge watch it, I think you would enjoy that, right? But for us, we're going episode. We have what two more episodes left? We're episodic, yeah. How many more episodes? We have two, three, maybe four, maybe four. We got it. We got to We got to close this case. Yeah, we got to do. Or you can do what I did was after the first season, you just start downloading the audiobooks. No, I'm not going to do that. And listen to it, and then it's like. Then it's like Reacher's in your head. And I've been detailing for the last, like, literally two years. Yeah. 26 books. I know. That's just... 26 Reacher novels. too many. Starring Jack Reacher. I know. It's a... a, I've caught up to the writer. I know. It's a quantity over quality thing at that point. They can't all be good. No, they're not. No, they're not. Some of them are horrible. Some of them are horrible. Some of them are like, this is hilarious. Like, how did this happen? What is he doing? He He just walked into a town, and there's, like, a whole... Like, it's crazy. 
So yeah, um, very funny. But I'm thankful everybody's enjoying it. So. Uh, Dane, Levi is correct on all fronts. I'm drinking a cup of coffee while 30 minutes into my walk for the next two hours and checking on my Apple Watch workout app. See, nice, I know Dane. Dane. I know what he's doing. Dane, remember, powder up, right? Avoid the chafing. <laughs> oh, there we go here. Go. Uh, Dane says, on. but I got my water in my flask too because I would be irresponsible not to. Yep. Staying hydrated. Alex G, best method products to remove or clean concrete dust off of a work truck. Ooh, Alex G. So there are some, there are a number of products out there. If you just type in how to remove concrete dust, there are a number of products that you can buy that are safe for your paint surface, your glass, all that stuff. However, you got to be careful because when you're spraying those products, they have to try and make them safe enough that they're not going to damage your car either. So there are tendencies in which you may not be able to get everything off. So you might have to buy a few, four or five of those things to get that, to continually soak that. You may have to kill a bottle on the vehicle, rinse it, wash it, put another bottle on, but know that whatever you're putting on, you are stripping absolutely every single bit of protection that is on the vehicle. Mm -hmm. Um, So you are going to have to need to reprotect it. Now, the old school way of getting rid of concrete was using muriatic acid and using that on a vehicle. The only problem was you needed to do it in an area that didn't have concrete below it because all that muriatic acid would run off and it would absolutely destroy because that's what it does is eat concrete. So um, you'd have to be on asphalt. You wouldn't, you'd want to be on grass or well, you kill your grass kill your um, grass, or yeah. gravel to spray this on. And you wouldn't want to spray it on your glass. You're only spraying it on your paintwork. Um, so there's, and you want to wear gloves while you're doing it and a mask and a whole bunch of stuff. So um, be careful, but there are some consumer friendly products that you can utilize uh, to put on your vehicle. Um, that you can wash off. I literally just had a friend reach out to me the other day and ask that same question. So good on you. Luke Berge held Dane at trigger point till he made me a mod. Don't want to feel the wrath. Didn't want to feel the wrath of that blue bead maker. It's true. And then uh, Super Auto reminding everybody there's 57 people watching this stream, but seven of you have given likes. So please give us a thumbs up. 50 something people. If you guys all click that, that'd be wonderfully sweet. Simon Birch says, I will keep dreaming of a red or black FTW. Yeah, just keep dreaming. Uh, Dane reminded people that we have Simon that says, you guys got some nice gifts from Santa? Question mark. Mm. We got some, we all got some nice stuff, I think, for our Christmases. Is that, the, is that a question? Is a well, question. What's the winky face going on there? What's that insane? I don't know. I don't maybe, know what that means. Maybe he's just saying that. And then he says he finally got a good proper Chicago deep dish, um, deep dish f- form. form. And oh boy, boy. I know a lot says it's not pizza, but it's so good. I know a lot of you say it's not pizza. He's talking about building a deep dish Chicago style pizza. Yeah, I mean, it's like like a salad at that point. Speaking of, Carly, if you're listening, we should get Chicago Connection tonight. Oh, it's just pure cheese. So good. It's not good. It is so good. Not good. Not Uh, a good place. Luke Berge says, yo, I'm going to win this. Doer doesn't stand a chance. Yeah, Luke's got got balance on his side. He does. Uh, Joey Belinsky says San Francisco Bay Area is absolutely the deep south. <laughs> chicken, <laughs> chicken of the corn. <laughs> oh crap! 
It's been a long one already. They had a long field laughing. <laughs> yeah. Alex with the chicken of the corn prequel from Dane's rotisserie <laughs> rack. Chicken. <laughs> like, what came first, the chicken or the corn? <laughs> and then uh, Dane with that's a chicken in the biscuits, filthy cousin. Oh, man. Chicken of the corn. <laughs> And then uh, Tony Themis, do you guys need any special connectors to Sister Tank, Sister a Tank, to the Husky Silent Flow, and how often do you drain your tanks? So, Tony, this is a great question. So I just had to move my Sister Tanks around. So I just had, you guys don't know this, but I just had a uh, wash sink, and a uh, utility sink, put in the MOSHQ, and it was right (laughs) where all my, uh, my friend Keith... What's the business called? Uh, uh, it's a great first, little business. First, first choice plumber. First choice. There you go. And uh, he came and installed that. So I got hot and cold water, running water, and he put a spigot out the just right next to the wall yeah. for the pressure washer to hook up outside the garage. Um, but I had to put everything back together. Okay. So I placed a tank. Then I placed my Husky Silent Flow in front of it. Mm-hmm. Then I mounted my manifold. Up on the wall, which is the old TRC manifold. Yeah. I took home and re-engineered it, put it all back up there. Then I ran my third tank on the other side of my workbenches and my shelving units, Mm -hmm. all the way down pretty much to the corner of the wall. So now I've got my three tanks. So I got one long hose, hooked it into the tank at the far end, Mm -hmm. ran it in and up into the manifold. Okay. It's kind of confusing. Yes, but it goes right into the manifold. Okay. Then I ran one tank up and into the manifold. Mm-hmm. Then I ran the other tank up and into the manifold. In the manifold yeah. has three ports, three okay. T's, yeah. right? They're all linked together. Then they go up and they go into a filter. Uh-huh. Right? Thing with you, kind right? of. Right. Well, it goes down and into a filter. Right. And then at the bottom, plugged into the next line, is the actual airline. A lot of lines. This is so many lines. But that's how I do it. Yeah. Now, the other way is that the Husky Sound Flow has two ports, mm-hmm. right? Yours has two ports on the yeah, front. correct. So you can literally plug one hose into the other tank mm-hmm. and plug and run the gun, your air gun, off the other hose. Yeah. The other port. That's the simplest, easiest way. And when you go to drain your tanks, you just literally open up the valves when you're done. When you turn everything off and you want to drain your tanks, you either pop the pins to let the air out, which lets the air out. And when the air is done, you can open the valves and drain the tanks, or you just open the valves and drain the tanks. And you leave them open until you get ready to start, turn everything on again, close the tanks, and go from there. When I opened up my two sister tanks, there wasn't, enough, there wasn't hardly any water in either tank. But my main husky silent flow had the most liquid in it. Yeah. I um I have not sistered anything to my tank, but I will say that I, ha- I run my what do I have a hundred feet feet of hose? I don't know what I have. Fit, I think it's a hundred. You've got a lot of it's hose. a ton of hose. I got a ton of hose, man. Um I think it's a hundred feet, honestly. Yeah. Um and I have that mounted on my wall mount, right, where I have my um my little rotating husky yeah. you know, thing there. And I just recently, because I was really tired, what I had, what I have is my green Husky hose, right? hundred feet of it. Mm-hmm. That is on my reel, reel, but my reel is what has an airline going into that as well. Right. So that reel had this blue hose that came with my, yeah. it was like a 25 footer. It was all coiled up. It looked hideous. So I bought a shorter, like, I think like a five footer or whatever it was, um, just a kind of a gray hose just to connect it from there to there. 
Now, what I did not realize is that when I go to turn Unreal. my reel, right, that hose is is binding, binding up. up. It's not spinning. Like, there's no extra spinning thing yeah. in there. Now, with that said, I've used it enough now to where I think I've worn it's created through. its own. It's created its own swivel-like thing, and I don't know if it's supposed to do that, but uh, I'm rolling with it, yeah. and it feels pretty good. I also got some kind of 360-degree little, you know, adapters and stuff like that to make things easy to to use. But um, anyways. But it's um, not hard. The easiest is just, like I said, on the Husky Soundflow, it's got two ports. You can literally hook one of the ports to another Eric tank and blow out of the other one. Yeah. That's that's literally it. Um, so it's very simple. But I built a little PVC, got a bunch of PVC pipe, glued it together, bought the glue, bought all the pieces. And you can build this in at Home Depot. You just get a you can get three foot sections of PVC and the cutter and you just cut the tubes, sand them up, glue them together and build your little unit and put in your filter and all the stuff that you want to do. It's super easy to do. It's just taking a little bit of time and building it and then putting some clamps and drilling it into the wall. So go for it. Uh, cool. the, uh, Mazel the Gazelle saying 2024 fitness challenge TRC boys. I don't think so. <sighs> we, we'll we, probably we, just lose some weight on our own. We literally got banned from doing any, anything that was yeah. uh, UK cut related due to our uh, lack of because we didn't, we didn't really do anything last time. Uh, so. Dane says he loved the Band of Brothers, but disagree with him on the Pacific because I love that one too. Probably because my grandpa was a communication cable installer uh, island hopping in the Pacific during World War II. Yeah. See, and Dane, like I said, I, it's not that I didn't love it. I just never got into it. It didn't capture me the way that Band of Brothers did. Dane was more invested because he saw that, and he goes, that's my family there. That's what his family did. That's yeah. what my family did. Yeah. And See, it, it my grandpa, context so, to that. So what people don't know is my yeah. grandfather yeah. was uh, in the Army, mm-hmm. and he was an MP, yeah. and he was part of the Special Investigators Unit. That's why I'm such a big fan of Reacher, because I he was know. he's an MP, just like my grandfather but he was. he wasn't part of the special my dad and my uncles. It's not a real thing. My grandpa used to give them his MP helmet, and that's what they would race around in go-karts. That was what they used as their crash helmet, was his old MP helmet. That's kind of, you know, that's kind of... Probably wouldn't have survived uh, the crash on the go-kart, but yeah. that's what they did. They'd go... And the other thing my dad said, mm-hmm. my grandpa take him out to the to the... Air Force ba- or to the base, the Army yeah. base here, to Gallon Field. It's an Air Force base. Yeah. And they would go drive around on the go-karts out there. Okay. So, uh, what does that have to do with any of this? I don't know. It's just crazy that that's what they used to do. <laughs> that's all. I'm just saying. It's wild. Gotcha. Anyway. All right. Moving on here, we've got uh, Anna that says, uh, the Masters of Air is more like Pacific. They're following the uh, the Army Air Corps through the Europe Theater uh, Pacific isn't my favorite. Gotcha. Okay. All right. And then I, I don't know about you guys, big fan of Saving Private Ryan. Oh, I watched that too the other day. Did you? Yeah. Good Love movie. that movie. It's yeah. such a good movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, Dane says climate trees and installing poles to bridge communications and hot zones. Pretty crazy stuff. That's why Dane is such a big fanatic about climate trees. He love every time we see a tree, he climbs it. It's in his blood, right? Yeah. It we, is. Most people don't know this. Why he installs? He those... goes out here and he he climbs the trees. <laughs> He's got those spiked shoes. Yeah. I say, what do you have those for? He goes, 
just in case we lose communication. Yeah. I said, that's very crazy, uh, but very kind of him. The Bearded Hunter says, what is up, my dudes? Hope your Thursday is going great. Thank you, man. It is going fantastic. Thank you, Hunter. Uh, Ron Ayo says, have you seen Open Hype? I have still yet Anthony to see Anthony and that. I have not yet seen it. Dane has, but we it's have It's not, not that I don't want to. There is a very specific reason why I want to, but it's a very long movie. Mm-hmm. Very long. Yeah, I want to see it. I haven't watched it yet. Carly and I keep talking about it. We might go do it upstairs in our theater, watch it, rent it, and watch it up there. It's just because I got a bigger screen up there. Stain told me he's like he's like hey he's like you're gonna really like it, but you're gonna you know you got to be in it for the long haul. Mm-hmm. And I said all right, I'll see what I you know see, you know maybe have myself a couple of these caffeinated ice drinks, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, these little cat. I haven't even cracked mine. Well, so uh, next day Nate. I was like, I need a soda for the show. Anybody want anything? You were grabbing lunch. Mm-hmm. I had a break in between my meetings, so he goes, "Yeah, get me a caffeine. Give me one of those ice, the crystal, the ice caffeine sparkling." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And thankfully, there was a can in the trash, yeah, and I was able to show. take a picture of it. Mm-hmm. And so then I went, and they they had them. So I thought, well, try them, buy them. Yeah. Let's see, so I bought two reds and a purple. Try it. See what you black think. black raspberry flavor. See what you think? I think you might like it. I'm a fan. Oh, that is delightful. Isn't that very good, right? That's really good. It's only got 70 milligrams of caffeine, so it's just about like about as much amount, but much as about a can of Mountain Dew, right? Which Luke Berge knows all about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's I like lot. that. And it's it's good for it's you. It's a nice change up. What I like about it, it's got antioxidants in there, right? Mm. And it's got uh, vitamins. Oh, keep you I going. can taste the vitamins in you can, it. Yeah, keep you going. But um, no, I'll, I'll see Oppenheimer eventually. You know, crack open a can of these and a, maybe a jar of pickles. Mm. Get to watch there it. There you go. Uh, Rag Company says, uh, Tony, I've been walking on the treadmill at my desk since before the stream started, and I won't stop until it's over. Atta boy, Dane. Atta boy. Get it. Poor Dane is like feet are bleeding. <laughs> it's just like, I've got to stop. I can't stop. And uh, it looks like Anna was replying to Ron saying, yes, it was a birthday date with my partner. Nice. Sounds awesome. fun. And uh, Hunter saying hello to Umberto. LHF says, we all know Dane's not really sick. He's home cruising the interwebs for a new forever car. He's he's Pretty not he's, he's probably not doing. not doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I don't think uh, he needed to be sick to do that. Darren said, "All those who haven't tried rip rags yet, ripping rags, they are legit. Something I didn't know I needed until I got them. Got guys in the UK waiting for them to come and stock at the UK TRC." Agreed, nice. Darren. Um, you get a ripping rag, dude. I mean, those towels are uh, they're a lifesaver. They really are. Uh, Dane says. I wish that was true, LHF, but I'm couching and sniffling while working up a sweat on this walk. Oh, boy, Dane. I'm proud of you for walking. Heck yeah, man. Aaron saying, I was looking up some hyper polish, only found 10 or 13-year-old videos. Any chance you'll have some updated videos high on the product? We so probably should. We That is a great question, and we should. probably should do that because uh, it is one of the best. Still one of the goats. Still one of the best, dude. Um, it's an amazing product. I literally had a meeting with Dr. G today uh, about TRCMA, and we were we brought that up. How about we do that? How about let's put that on the docket? Yeah, that make we a video. Revise some of the optimum goats, mm-hmm. right? And especially for the people. So there's people, again, for us, we continued using it for the last seven yeah. years, right? There's people that are just getting into detailing who go, man, I wish there was a polish out there that was easy to use yeah. and doesn't stain trim and... You know, all, all that this stuff. stuff. And we go, there is. Haven't you heard of it? And they go, no, because yeah. there's no content on it. Right. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. I like it. Thank you, Aaron, for that. Uh, we'll get on it. Joey 
saying, I see Radiance is available on the site. How much are you guys using in your cannon bucket realistically? Six ounces per gallon seems like a good time, though. So that's a lot, Joey. I had no idea that we even had it on the website. we didn't know about it. (laughs) Surprise! Hey! Um, Wow, yeah, I um, wish we had some content lined it's, up. Uh, we it's will say this. Radiance is a good product. We have tested yeah. it. We have used it. We just didn't know it was already available on the site. Radiance, so, so we've used Radiance since last year yeah. um, when the very original, very, very, very first formula was brought over to us. Essentially, Radiance has been around for many years, um, but this was another situation where it was in PNS's... Um, what do they call it? The, it was their it the was their catalog. It's no, in their, no, it like, was is, they. So Sydney makes this joke that there's like a back room at PNS where she goes and no, finds a bunch so of chemicals. No, so what it is that, is there is a cat. You got to remember, PNS makes like six hundred products. I think it's like three hundred. It's still a lot. It's quite a bit. The point is though, they have things broken Maybe it's in. Two hundred. They have things broken into like their car wash stuff lines, their uh, detail facility lines, mm-hmm. like. Uh, high use chemicals yeah. like and then they go into like their professional series and then they go into double black yeah and so everything's kind of broken in and if you recall breakbuster was, Breakbuster was part of, the a part of their line, line. clarity the, cream yeah. was a part of their line the problem was they weren't named breakbuster they weren't named clarity cream they were given a code name like mm-hmm. C7342. I think Breakbuster was called Breakbuster. Anyway. I know, but I'm just saying for for this example, these products were there, but they never were talked about. They were never highlighted. And so you get your hands on some of these products and you go, what in the world? This is insane. What is this? And then Dave looks in his, what he built. He goes, oh, this is what it, what it does, what it does, what everything is inside of it. And you're like, how long did you have that? And he's like, oh, it looks like I made it. 15 years ago, and you're like, wait, what? You had that chemistry and that product back then or that tool? And no one knew it. He's like, yeah, we made it. It's been a great seller for folks in this industry. Yeah. And it didn't hit this this um, online boutique kind of store style. So, yeah. um, But for what it's worth, though, Radiance, yeah, we started using it, I think it was actually over a year ago yeah. for what it was worth. And um, when it was first brought to us, um, Sydney was actually the one that brought over the gallon. And mm-hmm. then we started playing with it. She goes, yeah, she goes, we need to get this over into, uh, I mean, I guess the cons- more of a consumer friendly version. Friendly version because Radiance was only available in the gallon size. And so they got it now down into the 32 ounce size, which is nice, uh, and gallons as well. But what it needed was a little bit of rebranding, a little bit of formula tweaking as well, because they Radiance, wanted to, they changed the polymers, mm-hmm. the, the solids that they use in inspiration. Correct. They wanted to put into Radiance because the, those were an older blend of polymers, well, newer, newer products. Well, then there available. was that, but then there was the fact that once they made some tweaks like that, the product didn't foam as well, so then they had to make it foam better, right? So mm-hmm. because that people want a foam product. So, um, yeah, Radiance, again, bucket washes, it's amazing. It will foam in a foam cannon now. Um, it smells amazing. I love yeah. the smell of that kind of grape, that grapple grape. It's like, oh, not grapple, it's more like grape. Uh, great scent. And the price point is still is still pretty nice. And so it's a thicker soap than Pearl substantially. I mean, it's a much thicker soap than Pearl. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a fantastic product. We're really excited to have it. Um, we just had no idea that they launched it on the website. So that's pretty cool. So nice surprise for us and you, mm-hmm. uh, next up here, Luke says, Anthony, when the heck are you getting the trigger spray replacements? Luke, we had that conversation last week with, um, uh, John here at TRC and he went, yep, that 
something we are going to get here soon. Hopefully uh, soon. Yeah. They're, they're on order, as far as I know. Spencer. Man, some of these people in these detailing groups just don't understand that you can pre-rinse a vehicle before a rinseless wash. Got into trouble for some of my language. Yeah, I saw that today, Spencer. That was uh, great. He posted some pictures of a dirty car mm-hmm. in some of the groups like and uh, on Facebook and said, I'm going to rinseless wash this. And people were like, whoa, whoa. everybody lost their minds. But of course, they don't. a lot of people don't get that you can pressure wash a car and just replace soap with a rinseless wash. You can make your own rules. Yeah. People don't know that. In Focus says, uh, Ivan says you can make a sugar water mix of a bit thicker and put it on the concrete in the car and it will remove it after letting it sit for a while. Okay. I'm not, I cannot confirm nor deny that. I don't know what that, I've never done sugar and water. Um, no, right. yeah, yeah. $10. Yeah, Ron, 10 bucks. The super chat. Thank you, Ron. Thank you, Appreciate Ron. that. Thank you. Yeah. And then Aaron says, bring back the Drago for Valentine's Day and bundle the pink FTW for a nice present. Oh, we wish. Nice present. We wish. Uh, Dabbler Details saying, hello, gentlemen. Happy New Year. Yeah, hello. What's going hello. on, dude? And uh, we have Joey Belinsky says, we need updated garage tours. Any plans for those videos? Well, we might. Anthony and I have been kind of cleaning up our garages, so we might do that. I've talked, I've thrown out the question of throwing out and going to my dad's shop Mm -hmm. and getting a couple of his uh, garage tours because he's got two of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can kind of see the garages that I grew up in. Maybe I'll bust out the old Milwaukee on there and then uh, see his current garage as he's updated and just kind of what I've kind of gotten into. Uh, The other idea is just some of the other folks that are friends of ours we've been talking about trying to get into their garages um and uh hitting up some of those spaces so yeah uh like my buddy wayne that'd be a fun little garage go see all oh, his yeah. little motorcycles Heck yeah that'd be a fun it'd be a really fun one uh yeah no joey we'll we'll get to something updated wise mm-hmm. you know because we know gabe's garages do yeah um i don't know we'll, we'll figure it we've out we've all been kind of doing some little updates so that'd be kind of good to get some mm-hmm. of those as well as we, it is a series we need to get back into the habit of doing. Uh, Dane says, agreed, Joey. He knows that he is at least going to get a couple while he's down in Florida this February. Um, and then Mazelle, the gazelle. Speaking of garage tours, I know you have an unexpected, you have an expected quality, but it would be fun to try and do those remote ones like we talked about. It would be actually, I, I still think that's a doable version, um, that we could, that we could do. So, uh, then Joey uh, telling Alex that he got some ripping rags, and then uh, Alex got GFX for yeah. Christmas. He said, "My goodness, the scent! I know, so good, so good." Oh, Alex, yeah, I missed that one. Sorry. Um, and then Spencer, either one of you have an ego snowblower? I just picked one up, and oh my gosh, it makes me want more ego tools. We haven't any snow, Spencer. Really any to use those? Like none. Tools. I don't think we're getting. Are we back in any? the day? Used to snow all the time here in Boise. All the time. All the time. It was we we used to say we get all four seasons. My high school years were pretty snowy. snowy. Yeah. I mean we don't get that anymore. Seven years ago yesterday, guess what was happening? The snow apocalypse? Yep. Seven. I know, but that was a that was a that was a freak storm. That was the that was was the freak thing. Freak it most most insane amount of snow we'd received in almost forty years. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I loved it. That was a good time. Mm Mm-hmm. Scary, but fun. Remember, you couldn't get out of your driveway. I couldn't. Couldn't even leave. Uh, Aaron saying, Joey, can we get, uh, can we agree Sacramento is closer to Antarctica than to San Francisco? I probably would agree that. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Joey, oops, sorry. Joey saying, we can go with that. And uh, 
Dane replying to Tony, you mean like having the person whose garage is do the tour recording and send it? Yes, Dane, that is correct. Joey, podcast, 480p vertical video coming right up. It's not what we want. Uh, Mazelle saying, yes, you could even still have Anthony ask the questions via FaceTime or something. That's true. We could do something like that. And then uh, Luke saying, for those of us that want to use the coconut earth combo like Joey posted about, can you use Mata on normal non-matte paint? Yes. Yes. Well, they long. So, Luke, remember, that is something I created, coconut earth. Yes, of course. We, not Anthony. Well, no, it was not Joey. Not Joey. Joey technically created Okay. That. Well, he's the one that t- gave me the hint, but yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm the one that actually put it together. Yes, of course. Of course. Um, yes. No, but yeah, Luke, you totally can. Mata is a clean paint, meaning it, or clean soap, meaning it, it's only a pH neutral soap. It's to clean surfaces. It doesn't have any brighteners or glossifiers in it. Yeah, that's what you're wondering. Because Bubbler has a glossifier in it. So uh, Dane saying, what in the world? I've seen Oppenheimer twice and loved it. It doesn't feel nearly as long as its runtime suggests. So Dane, Anthony and I have children. Yeah, Dane. That's how we don't get to see movies all the time. I mean... Just so you know. I mean, I don't know if that's... I, I, I can watch movies whenever I want. It's just, yeah, it just at I, home. I, I have to start at, at like 11 p.m. or Or we watch them over a couple times of like... You know, you watch like an hour one night, yeah, and then the next it. night you watch it, and then the next one you watch. So it might take us three days to watch a show. Yeah. Um, so. No, and Neil, uh, Neil says, skip Oppenheimer and watch Godzilla minus one. Neil, I've seen it. I saw it with Dane. Fantastic movie. Right. Carly and I still keep talking. We, we want to go see we it. definitely go and see it again. Good time. Uh, and then Joey says, direct me podcast. That's what she said. Yeah. And then... Uh, Dane says, but I agree Godzilla minus one is worth a theater trip if you can still find it. Anna Longfield says, Saving Private Ryan Ryan is the reason we have all those series. It inspired Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg to produce those series. You're right, Anna. That is correct. Yeah. I didn't you didn't know that? that was, I, I, yeah, I, that I, was I, why. I, he I started no that whole like whole campaign to uh, create that stuff and interview all those guys before they all passed. As the greatest generation. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ron reminding everyone that's watching, take a second, go click that like button. button. Anthony and I are going to wait here while you guys do that. If you could yeah. just reach right below there, just push the button, the thumbs up. Stop talking to give you a moment just to find it. Just the thumbs up. Just that way you don't miss anything. Brief moment just here. Hit that button. Appreciate Perfect. it. Thank you. Uh, Luke Berge says, uh, Oppenheimer, you need a good sound system to appreciate it. Okay, I can there see that. And then uh, Alex saying, Dane, what Brooks are you rocking on that treadmill? Which ones did you choose today, Dane? That's the question. And then uh, Dane says, Luke, the soundtrack in Oppenheimer goes crazy on a good sound system. Good thing I'm running that full Yamaha theater system. Are you I've still running 5. that? 5.1. It's seven years old now. You're running that? Six, six years old. Oh, gosh. I can't believe it's been that long. I know. I, just, I remember when I bought it, I was like, this is going to be sweet and upgradable. I'm going to yeah. maybe upgrade in a couple of years. It's been six years. I haven't six touched years. it. It's still doing the job. I think job. some of the plastic's still on it. So I have a, a Vizio surround sound unit, mm-hmm. right? But it's attached to my racing simulator. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's how I enjoy most of my movies. I'm sitting down with a steering wheel in front yeah. of me. And well, so the TV, so the, in the theater, I've got the Yamaha. Mm-hmm. In the main part of the house, we're running the Vizio, just the sound bar with the sub mm-hmm. in the living room. Yeah. And uh, the TV in the garage is just the TV in the garage. Mm-hmm. And then the TV in our bedroom is just the TV in our bedroom. Yeah. But I'd like to add a nice sound system to the TV in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. So I can get more immersed when the kids are in bed and I'm laying in bed watching a movie. Yeah. I can be enjoying myself that way. Ooh. You know. 
Uh, Dane says he's rocking the Brooks running Caldera Sixes in orange. Very okay. nice. All right, that's good. That's a good shoe for off-road adventures. It is. Uh, Joey says the label says six ounces per gallon. Don't look at me funny. No, no, it literally does say it's that. It's a lot. Yeah. We know it does say that. And you can use you can use all six ounces if you want to. Um, I, we find that we've had used like half of that and still had fantastic results. Uh, but yeah, that's I think that's literally what Dave said that that's what it comes out to. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and Dane replying to Anna, that's, yeah. there's an, a fantastic limited documentary documentary series on Netflix called Five Came Back. It was produced by Steven, by Spielberg as well. He watched it while fluing it up this weekend. And the Mark Stone, does the 30-count ripping rags fit on a conventional paper towel holder? If it's an upright holder, yes. If it's a... Um... Sideways. Sideways holder, it's going to be a little bit too long unless it's got some like flex to it to be able to fit that. And then Ken saying, what is the difference between powder coating rims and ceramic coating? I'm not sure which way to oh, go. Ken, we just answered that. We answered that. Very beginning of the podcast. Yeah. Go back. A couple times, bud. And then everybody replying for that. Uh, yep. So appreciate it. So check that out. Dane, thank you for clapping. Dane clapping that. for Ron's super chat. Very nice. Uh, and then one. we are on page one. Holy cow. Uh, Liam saying, hopefully this is okay to ask. I got your clay scrubbers yesterday. How long do they typically last? As in, I suppose the clay will break down over time. So those clay scrubbers, if cared for, meaning that you clean them and you wash them out with just water and, you know, uh, when they get dirty on the clay surface, you spray a little APC, you scrub it with your hand, you rinse it out and wring it out and dry it. That'll last you up to a hundred uses. Yeah, pretty much. So you can use each one a hundred times. Yeah. Now, if it's heavy clay or you mix in like a tar and glue remover or you use a lot of iron removers with it, then you're going to lower that number from a hundred. But you're still going to get at least a minimum of 50 uses when you really beat them up. Yeah, I mean, so, they, they last quite some time. But they're I mean, the very two, hard. For, for the price and the fact that you get two in the pack, I mean, it's a killer deal. I don't think you can beat it. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey says, y'all keep teasing Gabe's garage. Uh, we just want to see it already. It's pretty nice. I mean, we've obviously showed you a couple teases of it in some some videos, but we need to show you the full thing. Yeah. Jamie the Cleaner says, hello, TRC. Shout out to all the eaglets out What's there. What's up, man? How are you? And then uh, <laughs> Joey Blinsky saying, coach. And uh, David Boyce saying, for the new year, how about some teal pearl pucks and purple 1500 drying towels? Ooh, some neat uh, color ideas. Ooh, yeah, I like that. And then Rick Smith with a, since everyone loves the GFX Christmas scent, why hasn't someone done an interior cleaner for the holidays? Someone's missing the boat. Well, that'd be get everybody in the mood for Christmas, I see. That's true. That's yeah. true. Well, Adams does their quick detailers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I know they do a lot of cinnamon and Christmassy stuff, but I mean, yeah, that would have been a cool one for uh, Coach County to release with that particular scent. So yeah. we'll see in the future. Uh, Super Auto 2 cases, mm-hmm. JTC, have you seen the size? Have you been sized? Have you been sized for your new Grand Ambassador Championship belt yet? <laughs> That's funny. And then we have Luke Burry, it says... Just so you know, it's made out of cardboard. It's, yeah, it's not... Yeah, it's going to be pretty pretty janky forever who wears this belt. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> um, Luke Burry says, one of our Ego batteries almost completely blew up in our garage. Haven't been much of an Ego fan since... Luke, what the heck? Yeah, you got to tell us more about that story. How did it happen? What do you do? That's great. Uh, 
Dane says they brought in the National Guard to help Boise and Meridian residents out of the snow because our district sold all of our snow equipment. We literally did because we didn't have that much snow, so we sold all of our snow plows. We had 30 snow plows, yeah. sold them all except for two of them. Yep. And then literally three weeks later, largest record snowfall of the of the previous 40 years, yeah, dumped crazy. snow. And people were stuck. I, however, lived on a primary street because I am a Boise resident. Yeah. I live on Boise Avenue. Yeah. And that road, always cleaned and plowed. However, every time the snow plowed go by, bury my car. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. our, 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 my subdivision I lived in at that time was forgotten about. Mm-hmm. Literally forgotten about. Nobody, yeah, nobody no, came no, down nobody that. came. Nobody came to help us. And so there was... Literally, you guys people, were left to die. Like I don't want to say like snowed in, but like straight up, what, what happened was that the, the snow had come, and then the yeah. na- that this is so, sub zero. This is so dumb. I, you you look at your neighbors and you go, "What are you doing right now?" And because it, it was sub zero temperatures, so they were taking the snow from their driveways, right, and from even parts of their sidewalk, right, because they wanted to clear the sidewalk and the driveways and part of their lawn or whatever the heck else they wanted to do, and they're shoveling it into the street. And I'm watching them shovel it into the street. Everybody shoveled it into the street. And I go, why are you shoveling that into the street, right? So then some passerby would be driving down through a street, right, going off-roading, and then they would drive, create ruts, the ruts would freeze, and now we had ruts that were literally... They were like train tracks. They were two and a half feet tall, frozen, like completely frozen ruts that will destroy your front bumper. I'm talking, Mm -hmm. they'll take your front bumper right off. You couldn't even drive over them. And so they did that, and it was just laughable because they're like, what is everybody thinking? Why are my neighbors so dumb? And I literally was telling what are you guys doing? Well, it's either in the street or it's going to cause a slip hazard for me. And I go, yeah, shovel it into your lawn, your yeah. grass, anywhere. Well, I don't want my grass to die. Okay, it's going to die anyway. Literally, it's going to die. Already it's already dormant. dead, dude. So people were dumb, man. And yeah. um, that happened, and... That was a pretty tough situation, and um, there was a guy. There was a hero on my street, though, right? He was a, yeah. it's my cul-de-sac that I was in, yeah, or whatever you want to call thrower. it. No, he had this Dodge Ram thirty-five hundred, right? Um, and he had chains on the back of his thing, and he was just pulling people out and through the neighborhood. He's like, "Oh, you want to go to work? Cool. I'm going to pull you out to the entrance. And what time are you going to be back here? About six thirty. I'll 6, be waiting. Twenty-five. Cool. I'll be over there and I'll pull you back in. That's all this guy did. He's a retired dude with a big old truck. It's hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So. I uh, our house we had uh, only same as you, just like Boise mm-hmm. Avenue. Everything behind us was completely torn up it's and like chewed up. Apocalyptic wasteland. Yeah. You couldn't like you. I remember I went to I went to Fred Meyer's and I was in the Elantra and I'd put my snow tires on, so mm-hmm. it was like a little mountain goat. Yeah. Little car was just was but, getting yeah, it done. The launcher literally is a little mountain goat. Yeah, it got it done, and I remember I was coming back, and I turned the corner, and I got stuck in one of those ruts. Mm-hmm. Like I went to turn, and all of a sudden the car like drove up, and then was like, yeah, and high centered itself yeah. in literally what were another vehicle's ruts. Yeah, and it just sat there, and the tires were spinning. And I couldn't move, and I was like, "Oh no!" Yep. And thankfully, my buddy lived down the street, and I called him, and I said, "You got you got your Ford van?" And he's like, "Yeah." And that's what he had been driving because he couldn't drive any of his cars. Yeah. So he hooked a chain up and pulled me, yanked me free, yeah, so that I could get 
get the wheels going again. But I remember just sawing that wheel back and forth. Oh, and those yeah. little studded snow tires just spinning. It was just <laughs> chewing its way back to many, chewing its way back to the house. Do you know how many uh, floor mats I saw on the ground from people who got stuck? Yes. So like the trick was to take your floor mats out and throw it so yeah. your tires can grab mm-hmm. traction. So, so you're, just, you're just driving around your neighborhood. There's all these floor mats all there over. There's floor the, mats everywhere, everywhere because there was no de-icer. Yeah. All the de-icer had been sold out, everything. So uh, everybody, I think this is a good little spot to yep. stop. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Go get yourself a drink. Right, welcome back to the second half of Q&A Thursday, mm-hmm. where we're here to answer your detailing questions, uh, give you guys some life advice, hang out, and talk about explosive batteries. Uh, so we have Dane popping in here, taking us off with, uh, uh, they brought in the National Guard, yep, to help us with our snowstorm issue that we were talking about previously. when we had our big snow mo- snowpocalypse here. Yep, and then we have Neil White here that says, Luke Brady, how did your battery explode? We're all just dying to find out. Joey Blinsky says, the uh, Rick Smith Adams usually does those, yep, Yep, correct, for interior sprays. And uh, Al saying, uh, created by Levi, loved and endorsed by Anthony. That's how we do a lot of the stuff here. Yes, yeah, something like that, yes. Uh, Rick Smith says, uh, Joey Blinsky, I guess I missed it. I don't really use Adams products. Um, Then Anna says, pushed early. Luke says, Neil, it was charging on the charger, and it started smelling kind of like fire, and the whole thing was blowing out of the casing. Oh, my God, Luke. Holy cow. Jeez. Uh, uh, Ron saying, we're supposed to get our first measurable snow on Sunday. I pulled the snowblower out of the shed. I'm going to rinse, wash it, and ceramic coat it. Or I ceramic coated it in 2022. Oh, it should be ready to rock Hmm. and roll then. Uh, Then Neil asking if it uh, blew up the wall, did burn up the wall. Um, and then, uh, Joey says my Sono system with the sub rumbles all the way to the driveway. I rarely get to enjoy it that way. Wife thinks it's too loud. Interesting. See, Joey, I'm pretty much deaf. So I have been told many times, turn down my phone, turn down the TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am like grandpa Simpson going, turn it up, turn yeah. it up. Cause I can't like, I can't hear. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I have this frequency. I just can't hear certain things. What do you like? What do you like about a good surround sound system? Do you like the fact that you're fully immersed with the sound in the little like you know things everywhere, right? Like the, yes. Like the voices, or do you like the rumble in I the jungle? I, I don't mind the rumble, but I okay. turn my rumble down. Okay. So that I can hear the crisp. I like the highs and low and the the tweets and all yeah. that because I can't normally hear that. I yeah. think. I like when you're in a sound system that's able to like throw the sound in mm. different directions. Like for example, like when I go to like that movie theater, right? The yeah. the, the one yeah, that the Eagle, Atmos right? that you like. Uh, they have the Atmos system, and they go, and there's like a part where it goes like Dolby Atmos sound around, or so something like sound all around you, or something like that. And it like does something bird yeah, tweets, and, goes, and I I literally have to look over my shoulder. I go, was there a yeah. bird just See, flew over so my the, head? The hard part with me is I, my dad built his first home theater system yeah in 94 mm-hmm. and so i was one of the only kids in my crew yeah. that had a surround sound system a proper surround sound system 
and it's one my dad still utilizes today, yeah. his house. But that is what, uh, you know, when we, when I first experienced that, mm-hmm. it was pretty much sold. Like okay. that, I had to have television, I had to have everything in that surround sound mode. So yeah. uh, even when my wife and I were dating and I had three televisions like this mm-hmm. synced up to each other, we'd yeah. watch movie, the same movie on three TVs, mm-hmm. but we also I had a low budget surround sound system included in that as well. So I've always okay. had a surround sound system yeah. since I was like 14 years old. So I had the same thing as well. Yeah. Well, you it, had a father so, so, who valued high... Uh, as high, a, end, as high a, end audio, a, like my, my dad, my Portuguese father, right? Mm-hmm. Who obviously was a uh, an entertainment DJ, mm-hmm. right? Who collected you know all sorts of different sound gear, and he had, he had, he call it gear, right? Yeah, it's my he gear. Said, hey, it's my gear. It's my it's my. He always referred to everything as his gear, and so that's how you know he took it seriously, right? That's my gear. Don't touch my gear. Did you touch the my 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 buttons on my gear? And I go, yeah. no, it's it's literally a DVD player. That's not just a DVD. Yeah, player don't change anybody, the settings right? on the DVD player. So he's pretty like, weird. There are no settings. Stuff, but he had a, he always had a crazy sound system, right? And it was always like it was always something to like try to impress like my Portuguese grandparents, right? Mm. So like he would like have the people over, so we'd have like a family movie night. It wasn't really a family movie night. It was just him wanting to turn on some movie that play was cliffhanger really, really loud, yeah. and then just make my Portuguese grandparents like be like, oh, turn it down, it's too loud, right? Because they'd be very upset. But they yeah. do that in Portuguese. So I remember that. So as a child, I was like, oh, I'm kind of, I'm interested in like having my own surround sound. So he gave me like a boom box, right? Like I think, mm-hmm. remember when, when it was normal to have a, uh, what, 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 like a little desk unit, desktop uh, unit. No, it was like it a was, stereo with the two speakers. Yeah, but it was like, they got crazy. They could like it, slide them the apart. Two, no, it was like two bookshelf speakers, but big bookshelf yeah. speakers. And then there was the main unit that had the two cassette players. And then I had one that had like the CD changer. Like the three disc changer that, on top. That it was like a five. six disc or whatever it was. Yeah. But it like opened, it opened up and spun out. Yeah. And like did this crazy thing. So you set your CDs in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Carly and I have those. It, but then yeah. it lit up all RGB yeah. colors, all these different cool yeah. colors and like these very 90s colors. I still um, want one of those. Do you, it was like... I still so would take one of those. They had like the heartbeat. JVC and then yeah. there was like the... Uh, uh, Iowa? Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. A-I-W-A. Yeah. And they and had Sony those. Sony was like the high end. If you right. had a Sony system, you're like... Ooh. But that was a common thing. Yeah. So like I wasn't just the only teenager that had this. Mm. I had tons of my friends had these exact same Agreed. units. Yeah. Just different versions of them. So... What I realized is that I could run my um, my red, white, and yellow. Like run yeah. my red and white. My buddy out. Stosh did that at his apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he first could. time was he had a big Iowa system yep. like that, and yeah. it, he had it sitting next to his. He had his DVD player. He had that next to his TV. It was a R- RCA, and, RCA. Yeah. So I, I split my I split my red and yellow or my red and white out, right? And I split those out. Kept my yellow for my video signal, and then I got an RCA splitter, right? Oh, Didn't even know yeah. that was possible. Then my friend said, "Hey, do you want my sound system? Because like I don't do that anymore. I just got yeah. an iPod, and yeah. so now I listen to my iPod." I said, "You're an idiot. Give me that, right?" So he gave me his speakers. Yeah. So now I sistered all these speakers together and have like this weird like Frankenstein mm-hmm. setup. So then my friends would come. Yeah, over. I used to get I used to get speaker wire at like Home Depot. <laughs> I did the same you buy a thing. roll of it at Home Depot, you the same thing. and you yeah. could like. Get it for like ten bucks, and I would cut it, and then I would do the same thing. I'd literally jump all these yeah. speakers together. Yeah, and so it's my probably my, wasn't great, but it sounded cool. My mom was like, "So, what stereo is running this?" I'm like, "Well, technically, it's two stereos running yeah. these eight speakers, right?" Because I had like 
all these speakers. Because then I, I go to garage sales. And yeah. it was like, I think it was like 16 or 17. I got these crazy speakers that were that needed a, like a good amplifier, right? And I was like, nah, I'll figure it out with something yeah, else, mine'll right? Work. Mine will work. So I'm running these, these, this, this underpowered amplifier to these giant speakers. They barely work. Yeah. And then I remember when I was working at Lowe's, there's this guy there who goes, hey, Anthony, you're talking about your sound system all the time. And I go, yeah, what about it? (laughs) (laughs) Your junkyard sound system. He's like, you're talking about your sound system all the time. I'm like, yeah, what about it? He goes, well, hey, man, like uh, I got like this home subwoofer. It's a a 12-inch with like a 650-watt amplifier on the back. He goes, do you want it? (laughs) Is that the one that you have in your desk? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And he goes, do you want to figure out a way to like sister this to your other other two stereos? And go... Yeah, I do. Fun fact, Anthony brought that to work and put it in his com- under his desk in his cubicle and hooked it up to his computer speakers. Just normal speakers. Dude, I had that thing for like 14 years. It, 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 thing it, thumped dude, every time you'd crank it, thumped, it up. Dude, it would literally shake walls. And so I had the craziest thing. So when I was living in my when I was living in my was in my, my college house, right? Where all we had like a four-bedroom college house, every every guy had his own room. And I remember we'd have these crazy parties, right? We would have the worst sound system out in the living room playing for these house parties. But then, like, people would say, hey, do you want to go see Anthony's sound system? This was the only cool thing I had, right? But the thing was is the only people interested in it were other guys, right? Mm -hmm. So, like... Girls would be like, hey, do you want to see something cool? I'm like, not really. I don't want to see your weird speakers, right? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, whatever. So then I have like 10 dudes in my room. I'm like, what Linkin Park song do yeah. you want to play? Or what? See, for or me, what, what for you... me, it was seeing like Johnny Mnemonic, yeah. the movie with Keanu Reeves, and like seeing like Ice Q or Ice T with all the like screens and all the speakers up, all the different types of speakers. Yeah. And he's like running a computer and yeah. hacking. And, and I'm like, oh. <gasps> Oh, that'd be so that'd cool be so to have. Cool. So, yeah. and for what it's worth, I mean, it didn't really sound all that great, but I mean, I I, I was pretty proud of mm-hmm. being able been, to wire all that right crap there. together. I'd be like, dang, how'd you do all this? No, and then I remember that my dad came over, right? My Portuguese dad came over to my house. He came up to Idaho, and, he, and he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, oh, see your room. And I go and show up in my room, and I show him. I say, look at this, and he goes. Kind of janky, like, what kind of janky crap is all this? And he goes, these are garbage speakers. And I'm like looking at him, like, but dad, like, you had nice speakers all the time. Yeah, my stuff was nice. This is, like, it was. It would be like me going to Matt Mormon saying, like, hey man, look at my look at my Sonos system, right? Yeah. And he'd be like, Sonos? Are you kidding me? It's freaking. That's like garbage crap, yeah. right? Which is it's not obviously, but like he would he would one up me with some other crazy thing. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, moving on well, here. Dane says, heck yeah, Joey, always got to have that beastly sound, so I got a Nakamichi 7.2 Atmos setup downstairs. You got that Nakamichi, Dane. I, I forgot about the Nakamichi. Nope. Yeah. And uh, Joey says the Atmos is amazing at home. And then uh, Dane says, oh, yeah, and like Joey says, bring those detailing product technique questions before it's break time. And then uh, everybody thumbs up saying hello. And then Dane, even if you don't have a question that's personal, you think of something you've heard something else recently, which is what we're talking about. And then Will, quick question. I just bought the liquidator, but it says I have to pre-wash it before use. Can I soak it in a rinseless wash solution and then let it dry and then use? You can. Uh, or you can just throw it in the washing machine, man, with just water. You don't have to put soap or anything on it. Just rinse it off. Um, Mark Smith saying, just a heads up. Not only should you like this podcast, you should also check and make sure you're subscribed because YouTube has been unsubscribing me two times. 
Oh. Two times from the TRC now. That's no good, Mark. No, Mark. Uh, Dane saying, whoa, that's weird. Thanks for the heads up, Mark. Everybody check your TRC subscription status. And then uh, Dane says, Anthony knows the snowpocalypse ripped the front, front splitter off my lowered, not applicable Miata. Lol. Ice block ran through it like a rail gun. Yep. Uh, and then saying, podcast shout out to Quake 3. And then Rick Smith saying, what's the best product to use for neutralizing salt in the winter, both for the paint and the undercarriage? Rick, the, the biggest thing is just getting a good all-purpose cleaner underneath there, spraying it all and rinsing it. The rinsing biggest thing is just rinsing. Just get the salt off. Yeah, getting it the off there. Thing. And just getting it to where you, know, it's, uh, you, get, you get the car to an unsalted and dry area, yep. basically. Yeah. Um, Luke Luke says there's some stories about the snow up in the mountains. Quite literally, when it was light outside, uh, there was no snow. By daylight the next morning, you could hardly see out the windows of the house. There you go. Yeah. And then uh, Sam says, what's up, detailing guys and gals? What's up, Sam? Fred Shamrovich popping in saying hello. What's up, Fred? Neil White saying, hey, Fred, happy new year to you. And then further details. Customer has a car that I coded with. Diamond Protex Body 36 last year. Has seen a lot of road salt, and the lowers are clogged. I washed it two times with active foam and clay toweled, still sheeting. Can I try Opti MDR? You can. Uh, the other thing is if you don't have some quick body, you could spray some quick body on those lowers and help bring some of that back, or any other type of uh, sealant or anything to put on the lowers there to help. But um, the Road salt, things like that could have an effect on clogging that area. Anthony's running into that, too, in some cases. So, uh, um, Further details, okay, it says, where's something else you recommend? So we covered that. Fred says, I have horrible... Hold on. Hold on. Oh. Uh, jumped on oh, me. Sorry, you jumped. Okay, we have All Alex. Right. Alex says, I love life advice and exploding batteries. <laughs> me, too. Joey says, uh, Levi... I'm also deaf. I can't hear the TV. Yeah, that's me subtitles. too. I watch all my TVs subtitled. You guys are crazy. That's it. Fred says, uh, I have horrible tinnitus for my car and working in a shop for that's, too many years. Mine is air. Mine is literally air and polishers for too many years yeah. without hearing protection. Because back in the day, no one told you, hey, you should wear earplugs. And if you did wear earplugs, you'd have your boss yelling at you to take your earplugs out because they're trying to talk to you. So you just never wore earplugs. And it wasn't until the advent of having headphones to put those in and actually do something that made it a lot easier. Uh, Joey saying, the Sonos does Atmos. It's really wild in your own living room. Oh, nice. That's pretty sweet. And then uh, Joey saying, what's your go-to movie scene for showing off your theater system? I've been loving the final battle in Endgame or Obi-Wan and Anakin's lightsaber fight in Return of the Sith. Uh, That's a good one. Um, When I was a kid, it would be... The uh, um, Empire Strikes Back when uh, Palpatine lands mm-hmm. and comes out and they play the whole Imperial theme. Yeah. And you hear uh, Vader's voice and the ship says it's because it's got two TIE fighters coming in. And that was what I used to play on my dad's theater. Oof, turn yeah. that sucker up. I think uh, Pearl Harbor is yeah. pretty, it's pretty That's crazy, a good one right? Too, yeah. And then also, too, if you really. Speaking of backwards, we were talking about previously, seeing Private Ryan at the end, right, mm-hmm. where the planes come in and they're on that bridge and the planes fly over and they start bombing that area. Yeah. That was also a pretty good good yeah. spot to My other to favorite it. one, and this is just the romantic in me, mm-hmm. is uh, upstairs in our theater. I love when I'm playing the Promontory Ridge part or Promontory uh, whatever line it is. It's the song. 
in last of the Mohicans and they're oh. running through the forest. Yeah. yeah. And it's just the the music mm-hmm. of that playing. Give me chills. It gives you chills. Well, yeah. you love The Last Mohicans. <laughs> I do love The Last Mohicans. It's one of my top top uh, three movies. Yeah, top three movies of my all life. time. Uh, all right. So we have uh, Aurora. Uh, Aaron sorry, Bauer. Aaron. That's what I said. How many pads do I need if I have a System 4000? Is one of each okay or should I have a few more in case of emergency? Um, yes. I always would have a couple of each pad. Always. Um at any given time, I probably have three or four of a certain type of pad. So, for example, like my Rupa's yellow pads. I think right now I'm up to like nine or ten. I need to start actually blowing through a couple of them. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's nice to have some that you cycle through because you're going to get so much more life out of those pads regardless if you have uh, the pad washing system or not. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Auto Al says, says. <laughs> uh, sold so many Iowa bookshelf stereos at McDuff Electronics back in the day. Do you know yeah, what those like the silver Iowa? hundred percent, dude. I wanted them. Like, where could you even find one of those nowadays? Uh, no, they still make them. They still have them at some of the electronic stores. You can still find setups like that. To the like, point that I was telling Carly, we need to get Hadley one of those do you, style. Do you systems. remember um, how like your your antenna mm-hmm. would be just a straw? It's like that it was weird a string. String with a piece of metal. String, yeah. But then they gave you a straw to like be able to put it to something or whatever yep. it was. Yeah, and <sighs> I found out I always had to put it near the window. To yeah, get the best reception. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> dude, listen to my sound times. system. Let's turn on the radio. <laughs> Show you this. Uh, H&M Detail and saying, How, howdy, folks. It's Friday, Junior, when the Rag Company Q&A is on. That's it right now, eight minutes ago. Rick Smith saying, uh, JB, Top Gun Maverick is pretty awesome. That's a good oh, one. So that wasn't around when we were, yeah. I was testing out units. No. So now, you know, I'm wondering. Might be able to do that now. Do that on my sim rig. Mm, that's a good idea. <laughs> then I do a flight simulator. I feel yeah. like I'm the real thing. <laughs> Uh, Meridian Marbit saying, what is the speed break of diamond glass? I think it's above 30 miles an hour. Sounds about right. My guess. Uh, Alex saying, imagine walking into the TRC Media Studio with Trivium just blasting. Dude, I would. Yeah, I would good. do We've it, We've got just man. a couple speakers in here. And then uh, Dane laughing. Cervantes saying, what toolboxes, tool carts do you use? I need one for the garage or possibly to bring to the shop. And I've been eyeballing those Harbor, Harbor Freight tool carts for around 270 That's pretty nice. Like, those are, those are great tool carts. Um, I've got a Craftsman, just a simple, traditional, mm-hmm. skinny Craftsman system that my dad got me. And that works for what I need it for. Again, mm-hmm. I'm not a... I've never been a guy that likes cabinets and drawers. I just, I don't like hiding stuff. I want everything out in the open so I can find it. Um, so that part has been a little hard for me to get used to is just putting stuff in drawers. Yeah. Um, I'd rather put everything on the wall. So. Um, yeah. I use, David, I um, I recently, well, I recently got a wall control pegboard unit. Not unit, whatever. Pegboards, like a three by four pegboard thing. I got it on Amazon. It's like 130 bucks. Um it's kind of like OmniWall, but I think cheaper. And uh, I hung that up recently. I don't know what the heck to actually put on it because I don't want to put anything that would potentially fall off and hit one of my cars. So I need to figure that out. But I did that, and then I used my Husky cabinets for my tools or my Husky toolboxes. And then for my detailing supplies, I use my little art cart that I got at Michael's. Yeah, it's like a Target. It's like, you got it at Target, you, didn't you? You, you, you can get them at Target. Or at Michael's, basically an old Ikea cart. Michael's has more stuff that you can mm-hmm. accessories. And they're like $40. Mine was red. You can get them in whatever color you want. And that's what I have that I just put all of my detailing. Stuff you're working I, on. Yeah, oh. just my, my grab-and-go stuff. Quick detailers, soaps, all that stuff. There you go. Um, 
Dane says, Anthony Stark built that sound system in a cave. Feels like it. Uh, David Boyce says, uh, for all you audiophiles, Sansu, Sansui, Sansui, Pioneer, Marantz, Infinity, Techniques, and Polk, all the rage in the 70s, 80s, 90s, beautiful surround systems. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was actually my dad who gave me um, his... Uh, he one of his pioneer amps and then gave me him his uh, Yamaha bookshelf speakers that he had in his like garage. Those were some of the best speakers I ever had. Yeah. And uh, I ended up, I don't know, I think I sold them in a garage sale and this dude was like, do you know how much these are worth? And I go, no, not. Don't tell me that. I'm like, don't tell me that. And he goes, thank you so much. I think I sold for like five bucks each. Oh, darn it. Yeah. Anna Longfield saying, I would harbor freight best bang for buck carts right now. And uh, Alex G saying, subscribe and like. Thanks for all the detail and knowledge. And then uh, David Cervantes, could we get more black on black merch designs? I know a bit of color in my wardrobe wouldn't hurt, but there's just something about that black shirt or hoodie. Yeah, it's been a great seller, David, You're for sure. Um, and then we are back on page one. Dane saying, so guys, what polishers did you forget to include in the recent tier list video that were brought up in the comments? Of those, how would you rank them today? Okay. No, Dane. And uh, Fred, now I wear Bose Quiet Comfort earbuds all of the time for noise canceling. Yeah, I, I have noise canceling headphones too. And then uh, Fast and the Furious lols, what H and M says is his. And then uh, Dan says, David, get the Milwaukee Packout system. It's an idea. Couple drawers and yeah. all the cabinets. There's all the also stuff. the new flex, new flex decks, flex decks, which are pretty sweet. Those are nice too because they've yeah. got different cabinets and drawers, and you can add a whole bunch of stuff to it. Um, and then uh, Dane, Dane says, says, "Flight deck scene from the original Top Gun was my dad's favorite sound tester." I could totally see Jeff, Jeff. Hennon is could, also quite the audio you know, file. I know, but I could totally see Jeff like gathering people and being like, "All right, is everybody sit down for, sitting down for this? Yeah, start it up and just watching people. Like, so, what do you think? Yeah." You know, you get, really feel like you're right there. You really feel like you're yeah. right there. That's what my dad always said. Uh, and then uh, Ron says, the Buffalo Stampede scene in Dancing with the Wolves. Crank that up and you swear they were running through your living room. Oh, that's a good one. Dancing with the Wolves? That yeah. was so old, though. Was the audio decent in that? Yeah, I'm sure you can get something with that now. But you got to remember so? back in the day, you could do Laserdisc, you could do DVD. I, it was more, I know, but, but how the actual thing was recorded in the first place, right? Like some of these old movies. Some of the, it's just a microphone. I know, but how are some of them ones. able to pump out that good a sound, though? It's, who knows? Hmm. Nick, probably, Nick probably knows. Nick probably knows. Um, but I know that my uncle Brett yeah. had, and when my dad built his system, my uncle Brett goes, hey, Brad, I heard you built your system. And she come over to my house and see my system. Yeah. Uncle Brett at the time, 1994, full Bose system. Mm-hmm. Full Bose. The little tiny speakers and the little bookshelf yeah, yeah, ones. Yeah. Laser disc player. Oh, wow. All that crazy. Set it all up. He had a big screen. Yeah. He's like, here we go. And my dad's like, oh, I wish I had that kind of money. Wow. Like he was, they put my dad to shame, but a fun fact, they're both still using the exact same systems they used 30 years ago. Well, they haven't upgraded anything. That's where I, I genuinely think that like, it, it, it could be a situation where you buy once, cry once, right? Mm-hmm. But you'll be happy with it, right? Like I think yeah. to, to your point there, how often is the surround sound, sound system actually getting used? It's getting used maybe once, maybe a week, a couple yeah. times a month, right? So... Really, you're not using it maybe near as much as you should, but you know, buying into something like a like a Sonos system or something yeah. like that, and you go, wow, this is really expensive. But you're going to have that for the next 20, yeah, 30, exactly. 50, 100 years. You maybe. never know. 
Uh, Anna says also the beach landing saving private Ryan. Yep, that's a good, a good one. one. That is yeah. a good one. Han says testing sound systems, Earth Song, Michael Jackson. Hmm. Uh, check that one out. And then Neil, the Matrix sounds pretty dang good on a dadgum good on a sound system that does. And then Dane says, uh, agreed, Anna, I've done that a few times with the T-Rex night escape scene. That was the other one my dad used to pull. Mm-hmm. T-Rex was the Park. Jurassic Park when it's walking. Yeah. And he's like, mine makes it so the water does the same thing. <laughs> the coffee table. Yeah. He was pretty stoked about it. Uh, Rick Smith, my garage stereo is an old FM with CD player. It's not OG spec, but like Uncle Maddie, it makes noise and gives off static. Nice. Oh. <laughs> yeah, my garage stereo is my old home theater system. Yeah. Uh, Joey Belinsky says, Iowa, wow. That was a pull from the ether is what that was. And then uh, Murdy Marmot, I picked up a foam cannon for my personal care routine. Want to try active foam to get really get down into my luscious fur coat. How much do you use in the foam cannon? Vactive foam? Active Only uh, foam? about 100 milliliters. 100 mils. 100 mils. 100 mils of right. water. Uh, Joey says one ounce. And then uh, Super Auto says, we used to demo home theaters using Top Gun and the train, wa- train wreck from The Fugitive back in the day. I could see that. I could see that. That's like walking in like when you went to R.C. Willie's. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's what I'm talking about, man. That's the good old days. That's like the Fry's Electronics, the Circuit Cities, like the, like the Best Buys when they actually gave a crap about sound systems and other things outside of like Apple products. No offense to Apple products, but I mean, just that's, it was just, it was, it was, it was the time back then, right? And that's Mm -hmm. why I love going to R.C. Willie, where you're going to get a person that is dressed up in yep. a suit and tie, ready to sell With you a name tag, a camcorder, <laughs> and I go. Uh, you should. I, we should go in and just buy we, some we desktops, some uh, countertop stereos. We have to. Like, I need. We need to go yeah. in and we need to say, "What kind of Iowa units do you guys yeah. uh, have?" Oh, I haven't heard that name in a long time. <laughs> uh, Mob Valet saying, "You with Harry Housewife, he my mate." All right, nice, Mom. And then uh, Murdy Marmon also have some of that Christmas GFX, but I'd like to spike it with some Green Star for me dirty lowers. How much Green Star should I add? A um, couple, I don't know, an ounce um, or two. Yeah. What I mean, whatever. Lucas's Sledgeband channel. Um, why is nobody mentioning the movie Car Wash with Richard Pryor? Best detailing movie ever. I love that movie. I never and seen I it. use the line from Daddy Rich yeah. all the time I take what is given unto me. But you I do, use it in conjunction with parking lots yeah. and parking spots. Yeah. Every time I'm granted a parking spot up close, I say, I take what is given unto me. And that yeah. line came from Daddy Rich in Car Wash. It's a great show. Uh, Toast 707 with a 199 super oh, chat. Beadmaker gone glass. On Beadmaker glass on oh, yeah. glass is so underrated. It is. It really is. It's an amazing product for that. Oh, Days of Thunder, Dane. Good one, too. Yeah. We did that as well. Days of Thunder had a pretty good detailing scene. They got an okay detailing scene, but the but the opening sequence with the cars going by, it's another great one. Yeah. You hear the rumble and the cars racing by. Uh, oh, Anna saying, uh, my dyslexia is out in full force today. It's all good. Dane says, my attempt to make a productive con- comment was glossed right over. I see what kind of day this is going to be, lol. No, Dane, uh, as far as other polishers, I don't know off the top of my head of mm-hmm. what we missed. I know people talked about the Merca polisher that we needed to talk about. 
Uh, and then thinking back, we probably could have had some other like. Bauer well, we could have brought in some of the r- other polishers that we actually wanted to do. We had some yeah. ones that we didn't get. We didn't. We had the we had the Makita sitting there off to the side. We never got to that one. It never yeah. got on the list. Um, we could have easily done a couple of different more polishers. I mean, but it, 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 at the end of the day, it was the list that we were given, and we used. Yeah, that we list. don't have a Dynabraid polisher, so like we I, that's we never used it actually. So I don't know. I wouldn't feel either. comfortable talking about it without yeah. using it. So, so. Super Auto. Saying my first adult stereo was a Technic stack system in a cabinet nice. with a glass door and matching height oh, speakers. That's so Ooh, sick nasty. with a glass door. Yeah, dude. that'd be cool. Those glass doors because they all had the magnet on them, mm-hmm. or you that you press you it and you click it. No, you you click one click to shut it, two clicks to pop it open. Remember that? Yeah. God. My cousin had it set up. Remember like when they that? were wooden? They had like the, yeah. the wooden closed. Yeah. My cousin literally. I had a cousin that had a room. Mm-hmm. in his house yeah i was like 20 i was like 21 he was 10 years older than me so he was like 31 and i went over to his house one day and he goes you got to come over i got my music room set up and i said music music room yeah. it was just him and his wife and they had this three-bedroom house and he goes and his wife goes it's his office and i was mm-hmm. like oh, all right let's go in there we walk in he has a cabinet system like that yeah with the glass door He's got the speakers mounted, but he got new speakers so that they were sitting in the corner, a couple Martin and Logans. Yeah. Right there on the side. And I was like, oh, snap. You got the Martin and Logans. Those are like, that was like, at the time, I think they were like three grand for the pair. Mm. And he had those sitting there. And I was like, whew. And he goes, yeah, a little Christmas present to myself, birthday present, blah, blah, blah. Oh, man. And I'm like, lucky. And he had one chair in the middle of the room. Just sit there and experience. Just to sit. Then I looked at the walls and I was like, what? what?" And he's like, acoustic panels. And they were just canvas prints. Mm -hmm. He had mounted to the walls. Then in the top corners, he had these tie-dyed foam panels, Mm -hmm. like tie-dye shirts wrapped around him, tucked up into the corners to deaden, deaden the space. And then some acoustic foam. And I was like, what kind of room is this? Yeah. And he's like, this is my music room. Sit down on the floor. And he had a beanbag chair. And I'm like, all right. And then he put on like Fish or Grateful Dead. And I was like, all right, I I can't. I can't experience this kind of music. This isn't that good of music. And then I I left. But he was also an old kind of hippie. So that was his deal. That was kind of his deal. But it also cracks me up like Matt, right? I love Matt. But like, he'll be like, I got my sound system, right? This is going to be the best movie theater sound system of all time. And then he goes, do you guys want to watch? What's that show he watches with the horses? With the horses? The, the horse the horse show that he watches. The show about the horses. I have Matt, no idea what get, Matt watches. Scroll up to with the, the top. Horses. Let's get let's get, let's get me my horse. Me, there's somebody that's gonna ch- chime in. Guys, what's the show that Matt watches that with the horses? It's like a Canadian show. It's like a happy show he watches. I don't know. It's like that. the worst example of a show you can watch on surround sound. Why would anybody watch that on there? But anyways, <laughs> he he okay, nobody's gonna help me out here with this particular comment I'm looking for. Look, go to the go to the first page. It's it's there. Leave it here on the second page. I am. I'm just I was checking. I know. To get see me on the get, get me on the first page. Go to the very top. Scroll up to the very top. Somebody's gonna help me out here. Top. Oh, my finger is pushing the button. Oh, okay. Well. Anyways, okay. Wh- Nobody's going to help me out here with that stupid name. There it is, Heartland. That's oh, what it is. Heartland. And he watches Heartland on the surround sound. <laughs> and I go, what? <laughs> like, that's what you're going to test this thing out? He goes, well, it relaxes me, and I like it. <laughs> I go, what the heck, man? 
So anyway, oh, that's just kind of, awesome. I know what you mean about certain sound audio files will just have like yeah. the weirdest, strangest taste and be like, hey, this is how we're going to test this out. That's what they do. Give me something crazy. Rick Smith says, I don't remember that scene from Days of Thunder. I think it's just the people polishing a car. Uh, and then um, Dane says, Anthony vastly underestimates the quality of original no, movie master copies. No, I know copies. that original master copies were very well shot ahead of their time. I know that. But like when I'm watching like, like, what was it? Running with Runs with Wolves? What was it? What was it called? Yeah. Well, the, the Dancing with Dancing Wolves. with Wolves, right? That is uh, the movie. It still looks like such an old movie to me because yeah. I remember watching it in high school. Mm-hmm. But I was also watching it on the uh, AV Kids TV, VHS, VHS TV. <laughs> so yeah, maybe that's how I remember it. Uh, Umberto says in the eighties, I had an Onkyo. I remember Onkyo. I remember Onkyo. I had that. Uh, Dane says thirty-five millimeter film has been commonplace since 1909, and 35mm sure. film resolution converts approximately to 5.6K resolution in digital Do you remember beam. Omega? There was a, it was called Omega. It had the O, had the... the yeah, it was yeah a, sound it, system. It was Omega, Omega yeah. sound system. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, Aaron, the Buffalo Bill scene from Silence of the Lambs would be hair. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one, because the music's good. The music's good in that one. Uh, Anna the Fugitive is an underrated movie. You're right. So weird. Uh, Joey Belinsky, Best Buy got rid of all physical media this week. That's right. Yesterday they announced they're getting rid of all physical media. No, they did not. Yeah, CDs. So there's a store in the mall. Augie and I were walking around the mall on New Year's Day because Hadley was getting her hair done uh, with Carly. They were doing that. Augie and I went, there's a store up in the upper corner by Macy's that sells CDs, games, like for mm-hmm. Xbox and all that, uh, comic books and records. Yeah. Now, and I walked through there and I was literally, oh, and DVDs and Blu-rays. And I was like digging through old yeah. CDs and stuff. It was crazy. So it was really funny for Christmas. Yeah. My mom got me a, uh, I don't know if they're called Blu-rays or HD. I don't know what the heck they're called anymore. Um, but she got me the, the, essentially the DVD of uh, the Gran Turismo movie. <laughs> Because you like it so much. I like it. I, lo- I love that she movie. Goes, we watched it. But she got me. The, but I open up my gift and she and like I see it in there. I go, oh, mom, like thanks. And she goes, yeah, well, I know now you can you know watch, watch it anytime, watch you, anytime want. you want. It was so funny. It was like whatever. I think it came out on Netflix. It's, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix yeah. now. So it's so funny. But like, when is when will you receive the last DVD? That may honestly like legitimately be the last DVD gift I ever get. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I Ever. haven't received a DVD in a while, nor have I bought a DVD in a while. But it's crazy. What I've done has been buying movies on Prime that I want to keep, yeah. like that I like watching. But what I don't. But what's crazy to me is like if you still go into a Target, yeah, right, you'll still have end caps of the DVDs. Yeah. So there's people that are buying them. Obviously, they wouldn't keep putting them out there if they weren't selling, right? In Target or Walmart or whatever else. But the fact that Best Buy was like, yeah, no f it, we're going to get rid of all of them. Yeah. That's crazy, crazy to me. But yeah. I when's the last time you went to you physically went to Best Buy to buy a DVD? I have been I don't know no, ten I years. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, Dane says while sound development came later for film, there was already surround sound films being produced as early as 1940. You guys, we're in the middle of Dane. Like this is exactly what his minutia and no, thinks about every no, day. I, that's why I want to get past um, this topic. I so didn't, I didn't, Super I, Auto I saying I have a bright this. yellow Magnavox boombox in the garage, AM FM dual cassette. Nice. And Dane, Anna the Fugitive is one of my dad's favorite films. Uh, Dane, your dad has good taste. My dad and I used to watch movies all the time. Uh, Dane, clapping for Toast's Super Chat. Uh, Dane says, Anna, his dad's favorite movies were the Naked Gun series. 
And then Umberto says, my brother has an Iowa with five oh, CDs, double no cassette player, way. turntable. Still works pristine. Oh, Umberto, it's amazing. Franco says, what's up, nerds? Joey says, uh, where would hand polishing fall on the tier list? Um, <laughs> probably as a C. Like, it's not fun. <laughs> oh, it's a D. Maybe a D, yeah. Uh, and then uh, LHF saying Gone in 60 Seconds was my favorite for surround sound system, especially the ending That's car a good chase. One. That's yeah, a good that one. is a good one, especially like right when he picks up uh, Eleanor, Eleanor yep, and fires the, it up. The music, because yeah. like it had that like it's got the, yep. music, like as he sits there, he touches the dash, yeah. and you hear it fire up. I'm like, oh, that thing's nasty. Yeah, that's yeah. a good scene. Uh, everybody saying hello to, to Umberto and Franco. Neil, the Rag Company podcast, it's talking about the beaver there. And then uh, Rag Company Dane, LHF, love both the original and the Cage version. I hate the original Gone in 60 Seconds. It's so boring. Is it? It's the most boring movie on the planet. Neil White says, any MSTK 3K fans? Uh, MST 3K. Yeah, I'm a, I am. I got my kids started on it. Uh, David saying, the original Blade Runner starring Harrison Ford was unbelievable surround sound throughout the theater. Yeah, that is a good one, too. Um, I like watching that one. Spencer, well, but, well, what, I I mean I I watched Blade Runner twenty forty nine in like the, the silence of my home at like eleven a.m. on like a volume of twelve. But I imagine that that would probably sound relatively yeah, good. It's got some good sound. Yeah. Uh, Spencer, my dad back in the day had a stereo and tin shop. In the basement, he had two seven foot tall towers. Each tower had a fifteen four six by nines four threes four tweeters. Had about five to six amps, and you couldn't run the washer. That's awesome that your That's dad hilarious. built those. That's, that's even better. Uh, Rick Smith, Dire Straits, Money for Nothing, Crank It Up. That's a good song. And then he goes, or the dryer, because it would pop a breaker. It's <laughs> running so much power to those speakers. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Dane saying, you're definitely on my wavelength. Alex reminding that's the heartland. Franco says, I saw the sign, Ace of Bass. That's your song. All right. Super Auto Ballin was upgrading the speakers to Serwin Vega floor speakers with 12-inch woofers. Nice. Everybody laughing. Uh, and Joey says, Mr. Ed. <laughs> this is the movie. <laughs> and then uh, everybody just laughing about that. David saying, Mr. Ed Anthony. Well, there we go. You guys, we've caught up to the top. But no, yeah, no, it was... we're, no, you're still on the first page, second page. Are we still on the second page? Yeah. Holy crap. Let me get over there. Oh, you're right. Rick Smith. And then Alex, nothing beats half a movie on surround sound. That's right, Alex. Um, and then Franco, what about this masterpiece movie that whisper during the dialogue, making you turn all the way around only to blow your ears out with any sound effects? That's a good one. When you get to a movie where they whisper and then all of a sudden you're like, what? And then they blow up <laughs> yeah. the next scene. No, I just hate that when you're watching on your normal TV without a sound system Yeah, and they're doing like a quiet, and you're like, what? What's happening? Crank it up. Right? And you crank it up and like, yeah, something and then crazy. then it blows out go, your other, your... Like, this isn't balanced correctly. Yeah. Detailing vibes. When's the next Rag Company deals on the website? Uh, next month. Yep. Neil White saying uh, Mad Max Fury Road will destroy your ears at full volume. Yeah, that's a good mm -hmm. one. We just watched that the other day. Uh, detailing vibes 2006. What's your all favorite? Quick detail sprays you both recommend. G Technic Quick Detailer is awesome. Paint gloss from, G from uh, PNS is amazing. Um, I'm trying to think of what I've been using. The most lately for me it's it's paint gloss is i think my 
favorite right now. It's my most simple. It's my most like just ease of use. Call it wasted. It's my most. I just. I just. Yeah, you burn it. The, yeah, we just put I it just in the air. The crap out of it. Yeah, I, I just use That's so I much of it. Lot. But I'm trying to think of like legitimately like what's you're going to get your most bang. I mean, your most bang for your buck is going to be paint gloss. But like maybe your highest gloss, maybe the G Technic stuff. Uh, Quick and Shine is amazing from Kosh Kemi. Uh, it can kind of build up because it does have quite a bit of body to it when you're pairing it on top of other sealants and stuff. So keep that in mind. Quick finish isn't as slick, but it can technically be used as a quick detailer. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's there's some there's some good ones out there. I just kind of having a hard time thinking of anything else that's standing out to me right now. Um, uh, moving on, here. here we go. Uh, G Davis says Dane always enjoys playing Disney songs on the south no, of Disney's Song of the Disney's South. Disney's Song of the South on Laserdisc throughout through his theater system. <laughs> Crap. Uh, yeah, then uh, Neil White saying, I'm never getting rid of my Lord of the Rings DVD box set. 35 hours of awesomeness. Uh, yep. Franco saying, Dane. And then uh, Aaron saying, Joey is best by having a sale on DVDs. And he goes, not sure. I haven't bought physical media in over a decade. Uh, Anna says, Dane, my dad's favorite is all the Die Hard movies or Lethal Weapon movies. Uh, Frank, can you layer XOV5 over C4 trim coating? Yes, you can. Um, and then Joey says, I'm sorry I hijacked the show with the home theater talk. It's That's how it works, man. That's the fun part of the show. Someone yeah. says something, we go off on a tangent. It's great. Uh, G. Davis says, I am shocked Dane isn't here today after the client list from Luke Berge Island dropped today. <laughs> Holy G. crap, dude. I just, I had to let that sink in for a second. I, I didn't, wasn't really paying attention. And then that hit me. And I go, oh, man. Um, uh, Spencer says, the Dark Knight trilogy will forever be the goat. The second one is the, yes, yeah, Spencer. That's, that's a good one. Dark Knight is, uh, yeah, I mean. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Dane says he loves the original 60 seconds, is slow, but I love it for the variety of cars and then the final chase is quite literally insane. That's true. They beat the ever living snot out of that car. Dane, but those uh, cars are so old. They are very old. And it's all the whole movie's brown. Yeah. Uh, and then he says the cage version is more is inherently more watchable to be sure. And my favorite car chase scene is the beginning of Baby Driver. Right, we all agree on that. Fantastic one, yep. Uh, Jeff C. Potty training our son. It's been a challenge. I knew I should have ordered some ripping rags. Have the PNS trifecta on hand. Do I need all three or is just carpet bomber and finisher enough? Uh, yeah, Terminator also helps. Mm-hmm. So there's a Terminator mostly, I think, is all you really would need. But having the having carpet bomber do the yeah. best. Um, Alex saying subtitles are life. And then uh, he laughed about the G. Davis one. And then uh, Dane says the sound of Tenant was brutal and least my my least favorite Nolan experience. Luke says subtitles suck. When he left my home, he had turned off the subtitles in the upstairs mm. theater. Uh, Alex says I'm out of here, fellas. Great show. Take care. Love you all. Thank you, man. EC saying Blade Runner, and then uh, Dane saying Have a great night, doer. Rick says Original Gone in sixty seconds was better. Uh, LHF the original and only one worth watching. The Fast and Furious was also amazing on my old surround system. Car Guy Heaven, yep, yep. Uh, everybody dying, Dane, and then David, have either of you used the new Bissell Spot Cleaner with steam? I picked one up, and it's awesome. No, no, but that is, I've always liked the little Bissell Spot Cleaners. We both have them. They're great little tools for little jobs. Um, that's, a, that's a great one to pick up, uh, especially if you have a new puppy or any type of animal thing. It's really nice to have. Yeah. Like that. Um, 
And then Anna says, I haven't seen uh, Baby Driver. Don't hate me on that one. Well, you have to, dude. Dane says, you got to. So good. Wow. I think we've done it. Now we're back up to 345, and we got all the comments. So No, we'll watch Baby Driver this weekend, Okay. okay? Well, there we go. Um, Let's round this bad boy out. Let's Nick, take this sucker home. We're going home. Thank you, guys. Luke says, I got to figure out where I'm putting my case of 80 count ripping rags. There you go, Dan- uh, There, Luke. He bought a case of 80 counts. Pretty good. Very nice. As always, guys, thank you. Uh, please make sure you like and uh, like this channel. Make sure you're subscribed to all the rag company content. Make sure you mark your calendars for TRCMA April 1st through April 4th. Try and take that week off of work so you can just sit and watch all of TRCMA. That's what we really want you to do. But we understand if you got to watch it while it works. So as always, guys, Anthony, thank you for being here. Dane, thank you for leaving comments and helping out in there. Thank you to everybody that was hanging out and spent the afternoon with us. And as always, stay tuned for more videos right here. Brag Company. See ya. See ya. Thank you.